Hey y'all. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks again for coming back and listening. This is the Truthfully Honest Podcast. I'm your host, King Tyler Noel. Stop calling yourself King. And also I'm Kenny B. Hawkins. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for listening to the Truthfully Honest Podcast. <coughs> We're going to go down in the record books as the worst intros <laughs> of all podcasts ever. Today we have a guest. If you've seen the show WandaVision, if it was Agatha all along, it's this person all along. Any global <laughs> plastic convention, she's, she's there. there. Um, Recycling festivals, she's there. Any type of cardboard that's on the street, she's there. If there's a piece of plastic on the beach, this person probably is going to end up saving us. Skincare depots, she's there. And don't you dare have Teflon in your house, a microwave. If you have a microwave, she'll spit on you. And call you, like, scum of the earth. Yes, if you have your kids on a leash, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) So, all, please welcome Don't say anything until we introduce you. Hold on, hold up. I'm not done, I'm not done. I just want to say, let's take a moment of silence for this guest right here. Okay. Kayla Gamble, everybody. Kayla, Kayla Gamble. Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. That was so interesting. Well, thanks for having me on, y'all. Um, they lied about most of what they said, but it's okay. Well, so one of the questions, so we're redoing this because we recorded this already halfway once yeah. and then we had some technical. But to, yeah. The question I wanted to ask you guys is that both of you had your own podcast. We did. And it was called In the Bag. Why exactly did you guys stop doing that? There was no warning. There was no like press release. So the tea is um, I had a lot going on in my life. I had an internship, a job. I also had another leadership position. And Kenny seemed to be more into it than I was, to be honest. So I was just like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, (laughs) Honestly. That's really what happened. And it's okay. We just had different visions. We wanted to go in a different direction. You know, we had differences here and there. But to be honest, 17 episodes, it was exclusive as fuck. Okay, we stopped recording after the 17th, and that one just so happened to also be titled What the Health, right before the pandemic happened. Kawinky dink, I think not. <laughs> I'm not what? I'm not saying I caused it, but <coughs> anyways, no, okay. but it was, it was fun. Weird flex, exactly. No, it was fun to shoot that podcast and go through that uh, experience because we did have, like, you on, we had Jelani on. We had a lot of good episodes that I still, like, reference back even now. Yeah. No, it was definitely a good, um, um, a good, you know, learning experience. And I mean, I might start my own podcast again, like just by myself. I just think that we just have two different like interests and like also like, I don't know, like putting, I don't know, sometimes mixing like business and, you know, relationships sometimes doesn't always work out. So yeah, but I'm glad you guys found each other. And we're here today. today, Wonderful. All right, let's get this party started. So are we going to talk about that stuff, or are we talking about her? Intro first, probably. Oh, so, okay, Kayla. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) So who are you? Where are you from? How did you get here in Tampa, Florida? Um, You know, just give us, like, who are you? When someone says, who is Kayla Gamble, what what do you want to say? Wow. Let me just grab this shit right here. Um, so, yes, my name is Kayla Gamble. I am from Jacksonville, Florida. Go Duval. Um, and, why are y'all laughing? Um, and, yeah, so, basically, um, I am a, I guess you could say green advocate, uh, sustainable advocate. Um, I'm also, like, as they said, I do love skincare. Um, you know, I try to put, you know, my people on. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm in advertising and public relations at USF, minor in environmental policy, so best of both worlds. Um, yeah, that's 
pretty much. What was the other question? You asked a lot of questions, to be honest. I don't honestly remember, but that's a good, like, idea of, like, who you are. Okay. Yes. But, okay, so what made you want to get into marketing, PR, and also, like, what made you want to be, like, get into, like, the environment and stuff? And for this answer, like, remember, you're on the Truthfully Honest podcast, so you have to be straight up. Okay. All right. This is, like, the real? Okay. So, um, basically, um... I chose it because I didn't know what else to choose, to be honest. So that is the honest truth. Um, I was first in journalism, and then I wanted to be a writer, which I still do want to be a writer, but honestly, I was like, okay, if I focus on journalism, I'm not going to probably, like, it's such a concentrated field, and also it's just such an oversaturated field. I feel like I was going to make no money, to be honest, after Mm -hmm. college. And so I was like, okay, rather than having, like, just a journalism career and it being so specific, I was like, okay, I can have, like, maybe just an – advertising and PR field, which also has journalism too with like kind of tied into it Mm -hmm. and then have more options available to me. So that's kind of why I picked it. Am I in love with it? No. I don't think I'm really in love with anything to be honest, except for, um, as I said before, skincare, sustainability and um, wine, honestly. (laughs) But like, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, other than that, I feel like I'm just out here living and like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much Pretty much it. I did cho- I did choose environmental policy though as my minor because I did, do enjoy the environment. I necessarily wanted to. I didn't want to make it my major though because um, the job market again is just not the best, especially when you're in a Republican state. So. So what made yeah. you want to be an environmentalist? Because I also know you're vegetarian. I think you're vegan-ish. Mm. So I'm like I would say I'm a flexitarian, as some people like to say. Um, I've never heard that. <laughs> so I okay. So basically, I I just actually introduced chicken back into my life probably like a year ago, and I just actually stopped eating fish. Like I'm not eating fish anymore. Um, yeah, I was eating fish, and I stopped because I watched this documentary, and I just I can't watch. I can't. I can't subscribe okay. to it anymore. You should watch it. It's called Seaspiracy on Netflix. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. But- Interesting though. Yeah, because basically it just it just kind of shows like how the whole fishing industry just fucked up and it kills so many like dolphins and sharks and shit and it's gonna affect everybody. So I was just like, I'm gonna stop. Would you like the mic? We do signals on this podcast. There you go. You're good. I just have a quick question. Um, so Kayla, like, what do you think is like some of the most impactful moments that you've had with Tyler? Because we've known Tyler for a while. Why, I gotta be, why does it have to be Tyler? We're just <laughs> chopping it up, bro. I don't know. Cause all, cause, well, I never answered this, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought that was the answer. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, he asked, well, he, asked, well, he said you're a vegetarian or whatever, and he said, well, how did you get into environmentalism or whatever? Or like, envir- yeah, anyway. So basically, the, the, originally how I got into it was um, growing up, my dad was like really big into like, just, you know, uh, like, recycling and things like that. And I never took him seriously. Like, I was like, oh, this is so annoying. I have to recycle. I was like, I just want to throw it away. Like, what's this, what's this, like, issue? Then my junior or senior, I can't remember, I had an environmental, like, a, like a college environmental um, science class. And I learned, like, so much about, like, just pollution and um, just waste and, like, how humans are basically just fucked up, to be honest. Can we, can I cuss on this? Yeah, so basically, yeah, hum- humans are fucked up, honestly, and we've done a lot of fucked up shit to the earth. And so from there, I was like, okay, like, why would I purposely, like, ignore this when, like, it's only going to get worse from here? Mm. So basically, that from then on, like, I kind of, like, started researching more, and then, like, I became, like, you know, pretty serious after when I moved out into my first apartment, because then I could actually, like, do something more about it instead of, like, living in dorms. Um, so yeah, and then I started becoming vegetarian my freshman year of college, but then that didn't work out because like I didn't know shit about being a vegetarian, so I was just eating fucking like iceberg lettuce and cheese and shit, and <laughs> and then I lo- I lost like like twenty something pounds and I'm already like not that big, so um, I was very like malnourished basically. So I kind of had I started eating meat again, had to kind of learn, and now I'm back to like you know eating chicken every now and again, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, so anyway, that's my bio. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> what about to ask, what was your, fir- your first impression of Tyler? No, not first impression. I was just saying, like, like thinking back uh, uh, through, like, all the impactful moments that we've had because we've been through a lot. We've traveled together. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, mm-hmm. yeah, we what sure moments, did travel together. <laughs> what moments, when I just say, like, 
when I say the name Tyler just stick out to you the most? Uh, chaotic. Um, wow. Energetic. Um, oh, 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 okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, so chaotic, energetic, um, sociopath. Um, hmm. Okay. What is yeah. chaotic and sociopath? Where you, Tyler has, for everybody who's listening who does not know Tyler personally. Um, Moving on. We actually, <laughs> we we actually don't have any more time left. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 10 minute podcast. Wait, no, no, no. I need to, wait. So chaotic how? Your, your energy just, it's all over the place. You know what I'm saying? But I was just telling Kenny the other day, I was like, Tyler's like my party friend. Where it's like, you know, but you're, you're good balance. Because you're like, you can be a party friend, but also you can have, you know, deep conversation, which is good. Um, you know, because you can't always just have a party friend, you know? So, oh, Kenneth. First of all, don't call me my government name. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I agree. Tyler is the party friend. I, I think Tyler is um, very able to have deep conversations, but very quickly he could be like, let's just turn it up. Let's, let's turn just this take shit. a shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shot o'clock. But, nah. We ain't got no kids, so. Exactly. We're young. We could afford Actually, that. I have six right now. Children? I could tell. You look it. Nah. Nah, bro. Let me stop. Let me stop. You look tired. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> okay. It was a long night. On <laughs> it was a <laughs> on a how was your night? <laughs> it was it was interesting. I had a long night. Anyways, on a, on a serious <clears throat> note though. So like, where do you see yourself going in the future with sustainability? Like what type of sustainable practices practices do you think like everyday people probably should or could implement in their life. I don't know. What do you think? So, I don't know. I feel like um, I don't know necessarily where it's going to go or where I, w I mean, no, I know where I want it to go. I want to eventually be able to, like, do this, like, full time. Like, I would want to eventually be able to, like, you know, work with brands who are, like, uh, environmentally conscious, maybe work with a documentary. Like, that'd be really cool. Um, but I'm not really sure. Kind of just wherever life takes me, but definitely, like, some type of, like, media route. Hold on, I low-key feel like my wig's about to fall off, y'all. Um, can we pause this for a second? Okay, this is a live podcast. <laughs> we don't do... Why? Well, I literally feel like my wig's about to fall off. <laughs> and we're back after a little technical difficulty. Hello, everyone. Um, <clears throat> so... So you were telling us about how you want to eventually, like, get trained with, in media... And work, work with brands that I guess are sustainable. Yeah, that's basically like the goal. So basically, the goal is to work, um, as you were saying, yeah, with media companies that are focusing on being more sustainable or are already sustainable. Um, did you want to say? Okay, let's just preface. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's just preface. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just so hard to continue the conversation after that happened. Exactly. I'm staring. I forgot to move the the light. Okay. So what just happened is we're in the middle of asking Kayla about her projections for the next five years of sustainability and whatever that means to her, and then we had to take a quick little breaky break because. There was some difficulty on set. A wig might there have was, um, been slipping. What's it called? A uh, malfunction. A malfunction. Mal mal wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. 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 I just like to say, I would like to say um, to everybody who you know, I know how to put on a wig. Okay, I just simply go. today was being lazy and I just slapped this on. And as I was talking, <laughs> that shit was slipping back. It was trying to escape. <laughs> I just knew it was gonna fall on the floor eventually. So I said, "Oh my god, let me get this together." But we're back, and we're better than ever. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, though, um, that's what I want to do, though. I want to work with brands that, like, focus on sustainability, who are already sustainable. Um, eventually, if I could, you know, work on, like, some type of documentary that talks about, um, you know, just Earth and just, like, just different things. Like, the thing with Seaspiracy that I was talking about and, like, the fishing industry being, like, a whole issue in itself. Um, if I could do something like that, too, like, that'd be great. But I'm kind of just seeing where life takes me, but that's definitely something, like, that's what I'm passionate about. I know that I could use my advertising and PR skills to help me, which is another reason why I started um, my, like, Instagram page. So So tell us about your Instagram page. It's called Green Gal? Um, Green it's Gal? called underscore that Green Gal. And basically, um, I just started recently. I haven't been very active on it, to be honest, because I'm graduating soon 
flex. But um, so basically, um, I yeah, I haven't been very active on it, but I'm going to be a lot, especially once I, once I graduate, I have a lot more free time on my hands. Um, but yeah, I'm basically the whole thing is like me talking about sustainability, talking about skincare, just two things I love. And eventually I want to start my own YouTube channel talking about it, things like that, which also goes into me eventually like starting the future, like, you know, sponsorships with brands and stuff. And, you know, just letting, kind of like letting people know about, um, just different ways it could be more sustainable. And also again, skincare, especially with guys. I feel like I definitely want to help guys a lot with their skincare, which I feel like I've helped, you know, you guys and, um, Eli and Jelani. How did you help me? I think she. Oh, I'm, I'm, I think she just lumps all guys into one box. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like in terms of like talking about skincare and things like that, which we have talked about before. Even though you are doing better than most guys I knew, but um, basically, though, what I'm saying is I want to I want to be able to help, especially guys, because I feel like a lot of men aren't. Um, very, they don't know how to. Yeah, they're not really like, conscious on that, or they don't really care. Um, so yeah. So, do you imagine yourself, like, basically going on producing, like, what type of podcast? Would it focus just on sustainability? Would you touch on things about skincare? Like, do you have any ideas or thoughts or anything like that? I feel like if I started my own podcast, which I want to, it would, which also could be my own YouTube channel, too, on this. But I feel like, because even with the That Green Gal, I don't want to keep it just on that. Like, I don't want to feel like I can't talk about any other, like, topic. But that is, like, the, you know, niche. Um, but if I had my own podcast, like, I would talk about sustainability, skincare. But also I want to talk about, like, I don't know, just, nor like, just everyday things. Like, um, I, want, I want to talk about sex. And I want to talk about the difference between, like, men and women, like, inside and, like, how it is to be a woman and things like that. Um, and kind of having, like, relationship conversations and stuff like that, more of, like, a nuanced conversation. So, Yeah. That was a good answer. You talk like a politician. Yeah, you do talk, you talk, talk like, like a, a politician. politician. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah, you talk like a politician. That was a very PR answer. Oh, I think yeah. I could tell you study this. <laughs> Did you want to get into some of the current of By the way, Kayla, I just want to say that was an amazing explanation of what you're currently into and what you're doing right now. Also, uh, I feel like also it was a good explanation of what happened in the bag podcast just to touch on it one more time because we never really like dropped like a you guys didn't explain yeah kind of just like, dissolved we never really yeah exactly so it's good to finally i felt like reach some clarity with that yeah. at least on mic because we never really have but um yeah tyler uh what did you think about like the recent trial that just happened let's touch on that a little bit then we'll get kayla's i'm surprised he was guilty even because there's been times before where like the prosecutor would bring up a lot of good evidence and then the police would still get off or whatever in my opinion i would have liked to have seen like electric chair the chair yeah but uh, you know we can take what we can get from this trial yeah. hopefully this is one small step to like uh, fix some of the injustice that's always happening in this uh, country and in the system yeah but, um, 100% yeah I don't think they really had a choice I think if if they if Derek was found not guilty I would have agreed that we should have did you see that they closed down yeah. public schools I did see that why do you think that is I feel like if that I feel like <laughs> that with all the public pressure and also evidence and <clears throat> like lawyers that were also putting pressure on them. It's like they had no other choice. But like, right. you know, I don't know. I just feel like you said, just to touch on like the, I feel like there's like a sliver of light of justice in an unjust system. But like, it, I still don't feel like it's, I'm not satisfied. I still don't feel like it's enough. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, a, I'm glad it's happened for his yeah. family. But at the same time, okay, well, what about Breonna Taylor? What about exactly Dr. Jefferson? Exactly. What did you think, Kayla? I know, like, you. I don't. I don't know if you looked at it too much, but like, what did you t think from like what you saw? Um. So I didn't follow it honestly a lot, just because I don't know. I feel like you have to like take breaks from stuff like that, mm. especially because like it just can really like impose on your mood. Even though yes, it is real life, um, and yes, it affects real people. Um, but sometimes I just have to take a break. So I didn't read into it too much. But I mean, I did see the final verdict, and I mean. I think that I mean I think the what they said was maximum thirty years is what the sentence is with a second de second degree murder. Mm -hmm. We don't know if he's gonna get that though. Like I doubt he's gonna get max uh, sentencing. Um, but I do think that it's good that he you know what you know was found guilty and everything. At the same time though, it's like 
yeah, he's found guilty. Like, yeah, that's great. But also still another black man had to die. So it was yeah. like that. that's like the I guess the downfall of it. It's like, yeah, that's great and all. But also like, I don't know. I feel like George Floyd was just like a normal person. He's not supposed to. Be, I don't think he's supposed to be seen as like some martyr or something mm-hmm. like He's just a normal black man just trying to get it by his day, and then he gets killed. So it's like, I don't know. I don't think that he should have gotten the electric chair. I think that's a, it's a little extreme, only because I feel like the the best punishment you can get is to sit there and rot in jail. I feel like death is the easy way out, to be honest, because you, oh, now you're dead, and now what? Like, that's it? A good 20 years in the, in the jail, then give him the electric chair. <laughs> Because I feel, I mean, there you go. <laughs> Com- yeah. Compromise. Yeah. I feel like when he gets to prison, people are going to fuck him up, for real. I hope so. so. I hope he doesn't have any peace in prison. He is not able to, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. So what about you, Kenny? What did you think about this trial? I Well, I just said my thoughts. Like, um, just to circle back, you know, I thought that it's unfortunate that something that happened is so common that it's so much so unfortunate that when there is a, a sliver of justice, it feels okay, it yeah, yeah it feels un, like not enough. It doesn't feel quite satisfying because of how much injustice there is. That that was my thoughts on it. I and then to, oh sorry uh, yeah no just to finish what I was saying I'll wrap it up um, just to talk about like the fact that they were closing schools down and highlighting the amount of pressure that was on the ju- ju- judiciary system to get that verdict. They, they could have maybe, I don't know. But that's that's basically what I think so far. What are you going to say, bro? Well, so I downloaded BuzzFeed because, like, I've been reading their stuff. And they have really cool articles on there. But mm-hmm. they send me articles, like, news-wise, too. That, like, any, um, what's it called? Like, any trending news, they'll, like, pop, um You got this. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just have a stroke? I'm like glitching. Hold on. They usually send me like articles about like pop culture or like maybe items. You You saw the Jake Paul fight on there? And also, no. And also, um, uh, they'll send me things about like real news that's going on. And I noticed this entire past week, like it seemed like every day, I don't know if you guys saw this too, Hmm. where every day someone I think died from either a police officer and then also... Um, there's been, like, shootings every fucking day. I don't know if you guys realize that as well. So I'm like, oh, we're, America's just, (laughs) we're back open, and we're, they're trying to get back on all the days they lost last year. I think they said last year, too, the only reason why we didn't, we went so long without a mass shooting is because everything was shut down. Of course. Crime was up, I'm pretty sure, last year, though, despite that, like, because of COVID, certain parts. Because of unemployment, because people are unemployed now. Yeah, I think people just have, like, more time in their hand, and probably are, like, super stressed. Because of the times, but yeah. No, on a lighter note, though, mm-hmm. on a lighter note, what did you guys think <laughs> about Jake Paul becoming a professional athlete for the third time? Is he a professional athlete or is he just Not at all. someone who. Yeah, you're a PR person. What do you think about the whole Fuck Paul, Jake, Jake Paul? Fuck Jake Paul and all the Paul brothers. I don't fucking like them. Um, I understand the hype. I mean, I guess, okay, like, he can throw a few, few punches, like, woohoo. Can't dodge a bullet. Can't. There you go. But, like, he's just, I don't know. I think he's an asshole. Um, I think he has, like, the top of the top whiteboard uh, frat boy privilege. Um, his half, most of his audience are, like, seven-year-olds, so I think it's fucking weird. Like, I think there's so many things wrong with him, to be honest. <laughs> oh, we're talking about his fighting, sorry. Um, but his, no, sorry, but his fighting, though, um, his fighting, though, I mean, like, again, like, oh. Hello. Thank you. Um, oh yeah, anyway though, so yeah, it's fuck him, but I do think though, like, I mean, I think it's, I guess you could say it's kind of cool that he is able to go from YouTube to boxing, but again, the only reason why he's able to do that is because he has, he had a big audience anyway on YouTube. And they were kids, sorry. (laughs) Anyways, a lot of outbursts on this episode. Well, I just wanted to touch on that because I thought it was weird how, like you said, he's from YouTube. I think he had, like, the 12th highest pay-per-views ever bought, like, including, like, Muhammad Ali, Mayweather, McGregor, Manny Pacquiao, including, like, all those, like, huge superstars, Is it you know? because people thought he was going to lose, or did people think he was going to win? I think it's kind of that thing. Like, he's playing, like, the good old heel, which is, like, the bad guy. Like, he, it's like... like a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. You love him, you hate him, but it's one of those things to where it's, like, you're going to pay gonna for watch. that. Yeah, this you're going to watch the, it. Exactly. So. see the outcome. 
Yeah, the dude who he's fighting, Ben Askren, he was like a three-time NCAA champion, a two-time Olympian, I'm pretty sure. Great wrestler. He was like a three, three-time three MMA world champion. Only lost like two fights. But the dude can't box. He can't throw hands at all. He's a wrestler. and uh, He got yeah. knocked out within five seconds. I would know. It was not five seconds. It was like a minute and something. But yeah, basically, though, yeah. I know this because I was there at the game, like I was there live in the audience, and I saw the match up front. And as I looked upon this match, I said, oh, you know, this is going to be a pretty good match, whatever, you know, maybe right. you know, all this training and stuff. I watched the highlight reels. Off you don't watch sports, bro. Uh, Get out of here. You don't reels. watch sports. And I personally would be very, very, very offended if I got knocked out within like only a minute. Like, and it's weird because I remember it was us, it was me, you, Eli, Jelani was there, it was a group yeah. of us, and we were waiting so long for that fight to come on, only for it to come on. Oh, yeah, on. I it forgot you watched that fight day. with us. Yeah, I was there. Oh, yeah, I know, I, y'all didn't feed me. I'm just so used to you, so, you, like, not going, because you're like, <laughs> ew, why would I watch physical activity? <laughs> yeah, you normally just eat and leave, but no. Yeah, like a mooch. <laughs> Tyler the mooch. Whatever. Anyways, but no, yeah, so I forgot you were there. It was very disappointing. We were, we were up late watching that. We like, instantly what, switched 11, over 12. to another fight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was just not. Which it didn't make sense because when we watched it, he hit the guy. The guy fell down. And then the referee was just like, uh, it's over. And the dude, the dude got, got back, got up, back he, up. He was like, okay. He was like, nah, I'm good. He was talking to the ref. He said, I'm good. I think I could do it. The ref was like, the nah. Was like, nah. But the ref looked tired, too. He looked. Oh, wait. So is there. Um... Hold on, Kaylee. Is there some possible, you know inner looping like wait what the fuck did i just say is there what i'm trying to say is there possible fraud fraudulent activity going on with this fight i don't know yet the ex- yeah i would say no i would say it's but like it's jake paul so it's not really like a like it's it's a pro fight but like it's not like an actual like like they're not trying to fight for belts or anything it's like for entertainment purposes right. so that dude just why even get him back up to like just keep fighting if he's not even trying to fight, bro, that dude's, like, in his 40s. He's, like, retired. Has that happened before where the guy gets up and he's okay and the referee's just like, no, it's over? Yeah, it happens all the time. Rest suck. Athletic commissions suck. Like, the regulatory you bodies for sports suck. I think you would be a horrible ref. You would be, like, uh, what's his name? Yeah, there's this dude. This I'm pretty sure he's Japanese, bro. And he got arrested because he would bet on the fights and ref the fights and then throw the fights like he would just not let the dude stop getting beat up so you think i would do that yeah something like that i just want to be i just want to be one of those girls who holds up the signs and gets fifty thousand dollars just for doing that that'll be my shit that's that's what i want to do i don't know if they get 50 i don't know if they get 50 i don't think that's anymore Because there's no, one, no one's in they, the audience anymore. So well, no, they're, they're just, opening back up. Jacksonville this weekend. Jorge Masvidal versus Usman. I'm excited to see that fight. Shout out to Duval. You don't even know who's fighting, I bro. I do know those people. Go ahead and describe about. them. Go ahead. You go ahead and describe them. Jorge, okay. Jorge's, Jorge's the guy with the uh, ponytail. Ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> Jorge is the dude with the uh, long, long hair. Long hair. The, the beard. beard. <laughs> he from Miami, right? He's sorry. From Miami, right? He used to um, do those uh, backyard street fights or whatever. I just want you to know that Kayla knows way more about sports than you I ever doubt will. That. Than I you doubt ever that. will. I doubt and that. And you could try. I doubt that. Can't catch up. I know about the hockey, mm-hmm. the MLBs, the Dodgers, and the they were yeah. just here playing. At the, you just knew that because Wendy. The, but Tyler, I mean, not Tyler, Kayla, I'm sorry. Back to you. To answer your question, yeah, he was the dude who was, who would fight with Kimbo Slice in the backyards. But yeah, and the, yeah, I, I, I want to see Jake that. Paul fight that dude. That's the thing about Jake Paul. He's not actually fighting, like, dudes who could fight. So I want to see him fight a dude who could fight. <laughs> but until then, I guess so we're just going to. you don't think he's a good fighter? I mean, I think Jake Paul, I mean, he's been fighting for, like, three years. I think he's, like, the average, like, boxer who's, like, 3-0 and who's been fighting for, like, three years honestly but like he's fighting like dudes who don't know how to box can't throw hands so. well moving past the uh, colonizer uh, it says vaccines i know you can't 
I know, I know your uh, glasses are it's, it's, it's old. Really why, why haven't you gotten new glasses, bro? It's been years. Them, I might get them for my birthday. When was I the last time? So just to give the audience a little bit of context, Kayla used to work for a glasses company. We're not sponsored by them, so we're not going to drop the name. But this is fake accusations. She actually is very, very well known in the glasses community. You know what I mean? <laughs> she knows a lot about a different types of frames and the vision tests and the whatnot. Blue the and blue lights and then this non-reflective. Ooh, bifocals no more. Anyways, so Tyler goes to visit her and she told me that Tyler had the farthest distance between his two eyes that she's ever seen on a human being she before. She see a lot of people, and she was only working there so, once Kayla, a month. So, Kayla, what do you think about she this? She worked there once a month. That's false. Um, it was like three times, but three, three times a week, actually. But anyway. um there 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. I, I saw a lot of people. I worked in a mall. No so one's at the mall at 8 a.m. on a Wednesday. You'd be surprised. Um, people have time. Um, so Tyler came in, I was like, okay, let me help him get some stylish glasses. I said, let's take your uh, PD, which is pupillary distance. So it's basically distance between both of your pupils. Now, normally an average uh, <laughs> PD is about, um, you know, like 56. Hmm. So Tyler's was 73. It was not 73. It was 73, and I literally showed my manager. I said, what the fuck? Never in my life. And normally, obviously, if he's just a normal customer, I'm not going to talk about his, you know, fucking pupils or whatever. But because he's my friend, I was like, oh, my God. And I just was so, I was shook. I'm not, I wasn't surprised, but shook. But shook. So, yeah. Yeah, that I, is not true. I just want to say, bro. So in those moments where we're you know doing how we do, talking a little shit, chopping it up, and I just so happen to call you a frog. You called me an ugly, evil frog. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your personality. Just so mean. the distance between your eyes. Anyways, <laughs> but I am gonna go get some new frames. Well, my my. That's why I text. I don't know yet. That's my, what I'm saying. Get a new prescription. The whole point of this conversation is you can't see anything. Stop getting frames. Go get an eye test. You haven't gotten got an eye test in seven years, bro. I got my my contact prescription two years ago in 2019. I thought they were the same thing as a glasses prescription. No. That's why I asked you if it was the no. same thing. They're not the same. Um, yeah, my vision definitely got worse within the last two years. I just Go ahead. That's sorry. Go ahead. So... Get your prescription updated, and then that way you can see, and then you don't have to harm anybody on the so road. The vaccine <laughs> date thing. What do you guys think about it? People were pissed off because they there's schools now that are coming out saying like you can't come back to school unless you get your COVID vaccine. Different countries now are gonna say are about to start implementing the same exact thing. So what do you guys think about that? I thought it was interesting first off because you know we live in Florida. Shout out to the FLA, and they just. <laughs> No, I'm joking. They just um, opened up vaccines for, like, the younger demographic, including us. Um, I don't know. I'm nervous. You know, my family, you know, up in Georgia, they all just got vaccines, but it's because they have my grandmother who's elderly, and my sister just had a baby. So it's like, I understand why they would get it. Um, I don't know. I just had COVID, and I, you know, wasn't, I was blessed enough to not be severely impacted by the symptoms and stuff, so I feel pretty good. I don't really tr know if I trust those vaccines that much, especially with Johnson & Johnson having those callbacks and pausing the vaccine rollout. Mm -hmm. You know, also, just for multiple other reasons, I don't know, I worked in a microbiology lab, hand-on-hand hand, hand with COVID for, like, a huge network of hospitals, like 50-plus on this side of the country, like this coast. Um, and, like... Like, listening to what those doctors said, I'm not a doctor, and this isn't medical advice, so I'm not, you know, telling anybody to listen to me. But just, like, I don't know. I just want to give it time and do more research. I personally am not confident, in my opinion, to go get a vaccine right now. So uh, I don't know if I would be that well-informed if I were to, like, go get one right now. You know, mm -hmm. I, I would rather make a decision based off of definitive research and just looking at things objectively than, like, feeling pressure to just go get one and then boom now that shit fucked up my health you know not to say don't vaccinate your kids or whatever the fuck 
Um, I feel like I'm neither anti-vax nor pro-vax, to be honest. I feel like I'm just, like, pro, like, uh, research. Like, I feel like, honestly, with the fact that these vaccines came out relatively soon, and, yeah, I guess they've done, they were doing research on them, but relatively within the most research they could have done was within a year. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know, it makes me kind of uncomfortable to go get a vaccine, like, the fact that they're trying to get the masses to go get them right now. I just don't trust our government, to be honest, which I don't feel like is a far-fetched idea. And like Kenny was saying, especially the Johnson & Johnson thing, like, they had to roll back the vaccines because some people were getting some, like, rare blood clot disease or whatever. And, yeah, people were like, oh, it's only, like, you know, a few thousand out of, you know, the hundreds of thousands or whatever. And I'm like, but that's still people who have to go through that, though, who didn't have that before. And now they had that shit. So, honestly, I'm waiting. And I don't hear shit about it because people are, like, trying to make people feel bad. And they're like, no, you guys need to get it. You guys, you know, herd immunity or whatever. But I'm like, I'm not going to go and get something and put something in my body that I don't know what the fuck it is just because y'all want me to. Also, I just want to add, um, I actually didn't tell you about this, but my mom recently just got the vaccine, Moderna, and she was about to go in for her second shot. I called my mom yesterday. I talked to her last night about some of the next topic. We'll get into that, though. But, um... Yeah, she actually was feeling really, really bad. She was like, I feel really bad after that vaccine. Like, I, she didn't, her voice didn't sound the same on the phone. Like, she sounded crazy tired. And she was just in town, so I just saw her. And she did seem a little bit, like, off, but still there. But, no, she was going through it definitely. And she was like, I have cold chills. I'm having really bad headaches, aches, and pains. I feel fatigued. I'm having trouble breathing. She was like, she's just having a bunch of, like, uh... Just a bunch of, like, health discrepancies at the current moment. And she was saying, again, we'll put a disclaimer at the end of this episode. We'll probably need to start ending these episodes with disclaimers so we don't get sued eventually. But, um, yeah, 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 whatever <laughs> format. <laughs> but, no, yeah, basically I was just going to say she um, wasn't feeling the greatest. And she was saying how she feels like it's attributed to the fact that she just recently took that vaccination. But that's all I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, I feel like, and also I feel like, yeah, like for certain things I understand like why people obviously are like pro-vaccine. Like obviously I get the fact that measles have come back because, you know, parents don't want to vac vaccinate their kids for that, which is fucking crazy. I mean, like obviously, oh, oh yeah, and smallpox, which has been eradicated for like, what, hundreds of years or hundred years. Um, and now it's coming back because people are anti-vax. And I get it to an extent because I know some parents who like, who have, you know, talked about, like, their kids being, like, messed up after vaccines. I think it's more so, too, like, the amount of, like, vac vaccinations that, like, a kid has to get done within, like, the, you know... When Short time. Yeah, like, when they're, like, first born, they have to get a few shots. In, like, six months, they have to get a few shots. Like, that could be a lot for a baby. Um, but, yeah, in terms of the COVID thing, though, like, I feel like nobody really knows what they're doing. And obviously, because, like, it, all of us just heard about this relatively within, like, the last year. So I feel like... They don't, I just feel like they, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, now they're saying that you guys just said that you have to take the shot every single year or something, right? Yeah. So what I was going to say was from what I re read last year yesterday, so apparently they were saying that because um, not everyone's trying to take it and different countries aren't going to take it, um, it's kind of like the flu where you're going to have the same way how we had a flu vaccine like every year, they were saying you might have to get like a COVID one each year and that if more people take it, that's why I kind of agree with you with certain things where mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, just stuff just doesn't seem right, be, or like it just stuff just just it just seems weird because people want they want us to all take it, but then at the same time they're like, well, if we don't all take it, it's gonna start mutating, and it's gonna start mutating in other countries, and then that's what they were saying like there's different strains, kind of like the flu. Mm -hmm. So, but I was gonna ask if you guys agree with the whole vaccine passport thing, where how you can't get into certain countries if you don't have the COVID vaccine because people are pissed. Yeah, I don't know. It's understandable, though, depending on a country's, like, policy and the way that they organize their government and also, like, what their population is. I guess for certain countries. I don't know. Could I say? Could I see that working for America? America's super big with a high country population, so it could complicate things easily. But maybe for, like, a country like New Zealand, that could work because it's a smaller island. They're pretty much self-contained, so they already do that pretty or something similar to that you know like they they have a very 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 strict process and also not a lot of people already 
So I could see that being if easily you bring a virus over there that could easily kill all, all their people. It could be like easily implemented with smaller populations, I think, more than bigger populations like 500 million people. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I I get why people are pissed cuz like there is certain I mean, we have certain rights. And I guess every country is different in terms of, like, their laws and everything. But at least here, I mean, like, yeah, people should have the right, like, to choose. I mean, like, because then it kind of is infringing on, like, what they're, you know, the government's basically telling them what they should and should not do with their own bodies. And it's, like, obviously, yes, like, I get it's supposed to be, like, a positive thing. But also it's, like, it's just a very thin line because, like, when are you, like, how far are we going to allow, like, the basically like, the government to tell us, like, what we can and cannot do, like, with it slowly turns into communism. Slowly but surely. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like, again, it's one of those things, like, it's a good idea, but then it's like, I don't trust y'all. So it's like, if, mm. if we let you guys say, okay, we have to do this, like, you know, have a vaccine uh, passport, vaccination, like, you know, check off for a passport or whatever, then like, what else? Like, are we going to have to eventually, you know, do, especially with technology happening and everything, there's a whole other conversation. But like, you know, I just feel like, at the end of the day, I feel like I personally, right, if a country wants you to have vaccination i feel like the other solution maybe is doing what people do now and like have the 14-day quarantine like when you go to like for example like australia or new zealand you have to have a 14-day quarantine when you come and then you have to make sure you have your covid negative like afterwards i feel like if people don't want to get vaccinated like that's the only other solution is like well you guys you know i get if you're going to a country like not you know just straight away going and you know being free you know whatever because you guys because uh you could have like false positive or false negative mm. but i feel like if you are quarantining for 14 days and you're just with your party obviously and then you you know um get covid tested and you're negative then i feel like you should be able to explore that country but i don't i don't think that it's right necessarily for countries to be telling people what how they should and should not or what they should and should not be doing to their bodies i uh, i don't know i'm kind of in i'm kind of like in a i see it from both sides but i kind of I understand why certain countries will do it. Just because, like, even America, like, if you want to come here and live, you have to get certain um, vaccinations, too. Just like what I think with certain countries as well, they don't have certain vaccines or whatever. So if Americans go over there, they can easily wipe out all their people. So I always say, like, if you don't want, if you don't agree with it, you just don't have to go there. Yeah. But I do think that's a good um, a thing that they can bring up where people have to get tested before they actually enter all the way in the country just to make sure, like, they're healthy or they don't have anything. But I don't know. I... I get it, and I feel like countries should be allowed to tell speed. The same way how we try to kick out the Mexicans, I feel like Mexico should be allowed to say, well, you guys can't come over here unless you have, like, A, B, yeah, C, and D. Yeah, that's the part that I also agree with. I don't know. Overall, I feel like it could just be a very confusing time in general for anybody trying to look after the health. Because if you look, like, it depends on where you get your news from. You know, like, I have mm -hmm. some people, I have some family members who they're like, if Dr. Fauci doesn't say it, then I'm not going to listen. I have some family members who are like, I don't. <laughs> do anything but watch the news and that's the only thing that i'm going to trust or take get my information from which is always saying conflicting things about all these new updates and all these new things happening with the pandemic the virus just in general like your how like what doctors are saying i feel like there's a huge disconnect between media and medical and i don't know i feel like that is it, it, like in this past year how many people just didn't know what was happening like that were that were saying things including like politicians and just like media outlets that were not actually backed by doctors at all and, and like that's like how millions of people are getting their information regarding like should they get a vaccine should they not get a vaccine vaccine passports vaccine things like that um but anyways just to get off the topic of vaccines a little bit switch it up Tyler, I was interested in asking you. Actually, before we do that, Kayla, did you want to plug anything? I know you're in a time crunch. Did you want to plug anything? Like, uh, okay. Here we go. Hello. Um, yeah, sure. So if you guys want to follow me, my Instagram is underscore golden Kayla. I think, um, and then my, <laughs> I, I think, I, I think I changed, I think I, changed, I don't know, I think so, so if you see somebody else, it's not me, um, and then my, if you want to follow my sustainable um, journey, uh, you can follow me at underscore that green gal, also I know this podcast is probably going to come out later on, but Earth Day is coming up in a few days, so even if you aren't, you know, a super sustainable person, or whatever the case may be, at least on Earth Day, which I believe is on the 24th, so like in two days, at least, you know, try to do something uh, nice to the earth. 
or you know for the earth so that's all i gotta say okay well kayla might be leaving us soon i just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast if you know i don't see you or we're still podcasting by the time that you leave also i want to say tyler had amazing questions for you you answered them amazingly and yeah thanks for coming on the truthfully honest podcast okay bye anyways um no but i did want to ask tyler wait so you're you're dipping out you're gone okay okay love you bye (laughs) but um tyler i did want to further this conversation and just expand a little bit about what we were talking about off air you asked me questions about dogecoin and then like i kind of gave you the rundown a little bit about certain you know certain things about investing trading mm-hmm. and like just financial literacy i guess in general but like what what did you think about that it's on our topic list um so i had an epiphany go ahead a few days ago and i was like okay well if um dogecoin from what i saw on twitter a few days ago dogecoin was worth like 10 cents and it was trending everywhere on twitter and it was popping up on my buzzfeed app so i was like reading into it and i'm like what is this and i was trying to like get the brief overview of it, like how it started. Mm-hmm. It's based off of my dog, Nala. Okay. Shiba Inu. And I remember even editing the podcast with Jelani, you guys were talking about it, and I was like, note-taking, I was like, oh, this is what they were talking about, because you guys were talking about what Dogecoin. What were you saying? That was guys, recently, but I forgot. You guys you know? brought up Dogecoin, and when I was here, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is, what that? is that? Yeah. And then as a few, and that was like, what, a few weeks ago, yeah, and then now, a few weeks later, I'm like, oh, I know what it is. It was started off as a joke, and it actually started becoming like a real thing. Yeah. And I said, "Holy shit!" Like Kenny says all the time, crypto is probably like our future. Yeah, like, this is I'm like the fucking low- spokesperson right now for Bitcoin. Okay. But low key, <laughs> this is the future because if this was worth nothing, and all of a sudden this is worth something now, that's why I texted. Um, and it's funny because then JC group chat, yeah. texted us, and he was talking about it, and I guess it went up to thirty cents. So I'm like, okay. It's time to start investing because I remember people who invested in Bitcoin. I remember hearing about Bitcoin a few years ago and the people who invested into it or put money into it or whatever, yeah. they are hella rich now. Or at least have like money where they're pretty good because it's worth a lot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say people have a, a funny misconception of what rich is. I would say that's subjective. Well, I yeah, would, it's subjective like to me. But yeah, I was yeah. They, got, myself, they got a okay, decent well, amount of return. At a low point right now should i be looking into this because of like the future where it's growing because it seems like it's growing like it's getting worth more and i saw one last point no go ahead there's some technology company and they tweeted elon musk and they were like hey would you guys would you be okay if we we took dogecoin as like a form of payment Mm. i don't know what he responded and said but you were telling me a few other places now except dogecoin so i was like okay i need to hop on this because I'm tired of working, and I want to be at least a rich house husband. Yeah, well, it's not just just uh, Dogecoin. Do you remember at all what we were talking about on the phone when I was explaining things? Like, what what stuck out to you about that conversation? Do you remember, like, what I said? Could you summarize um, it? I remember what you said because mo- that was easy for me to digest, was yeah. buying things when it's low and then hoping for it to get high. And then, like, or, like having a good portfolio that, would, that you don't touch, it just builds and builds. And you don't touch that for like ten years, and then also having like separate investments that you are like shorter term trades for the right. you know to and get. And I was saying, asking you about like the difference between like I guess day trading and like e not e commerce, but day trading, and then also like um, just investing, investing like swing trading, like like options trade, like a bunch of different type of things. Like investing could be like real estate investing, which is like what Dante does. He, mm-hmm. he like owns a crib. Rents out the rents out the other rooms and areas in the crib while he's renovating it, and then he could do whatever in a couple of years while he's paying off, paying down the principal or whatever. There's fundamental investing now that, like, it, like, basically, it's just like the concept of like making your money work for you instead of working for money. Mm-hmm. That's like what we talked about. Really, is that separation, trying to separate like your income from your time and your day, because like that's where most people get caught up in that rat race of trying to work 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 super hard spend 50 hours a week but then they don't have much to show for it and mm-hmm. and like that's where multiple streams of revenue things like passive income things like investments 
things like basic financial literacy. One of the like the key points that I thought from that conversation that we had was don't put your money in anything yet. Because yeah, I don't really understand. Because you don't really understand what's what's exactly what's happening. You don't understand like the charts, any indicators, or like like how to read these things. That's where most people get fucked is they just see shit on Twitter and they're like, people getting rich, the lottery, okay, I'll. Yeah. You know, it's like not good unless, you know, you have a fundamental understanding of what the fuck you're doing. You know, I, I talked to JC coincidentally, like right after you, I got off the phone with you talking about that. And JC called me and he was like, yeah, bro, like, uh, what did you mean by like reinvest, like, you know, your revenue, your revenue off of your other investments into a blah 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 mm-hmm. and i was just explaining to him like it makes more sense to have that long-term portfolio to be like a safety net that way if shit goes south you're not down one bad trade and then all your money's gone that's you know the, what i'm um, saying like that stock market crash all those people kill themselves is, is that is that what stock market crash there was one i want to say i want a few decades ago I think, or maybe it was when it happened in two thousand eight. Where I guess that was a, a people, that was in the stock market. That was a real estate market. So that was a real estate bubble. The stock market crash happened what, like in the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties. That was like the Great Depression you're talking about. I think so. Where there was Great at least a time where hundred years ago, nineteen twenty, lost like everything, and they like basically jumped out of their like out of the building and committed suicide. Yeah. I don't know if that was a. I'm very confused thing. at what you're talking about, just because the stock market has often gone up and down in in multiple instances and. I think I'm confusing two different stories. So Maybe. we're just going to pass that one. But even with the multiple streams of income, and this is why, because coincidentally also, or not a coincidence, um, around that same time there was a trending that Kimberly Kardashian became like a billionaire. I don't want to get no, her but, but here's, No, but here's why, though. It was interesting to me because it's interesting how, because like just breaking down like how she is becoming a millionaire. Mm. And how she has like money from like endorsements and also money from like TV, yeah. money from like her businesses. And I'm like, okay, so this is clearly a system that works where you yeah. have to have multiple streams of income. And that's why some celebs or some people are able to be like, I'm just gonna quit my job today because yeah. I'm already making enough money at this other place, or I'm making money from this, or I'm gonna flip this money now from this. Or mm-hmm. I, even with the example with you, I was about to say, were, I've been doing this since I was like fucking in middle school, bro. Like, I've had. At least four or five different little side hustles going since I was fourteen or thirteen. And I think even making your money work for you that way you're not always working because even because the thought of sleeping and making money like how if you break down like most millionaires or billionaires how they make they money in their sleep, sleep but yeah because like how much money they're getting that's like a wonderful feeling. But it's all strategic. Like I I have to tell people this like it just doesn't happen. It requires you to like the issue that I have with people which I touched which I touched on when we talked on the phone earlier was. Like how you were saying, when, once I explained it in like two sec, two minutes or something like that, a couple, a few minutes, you were like, "Oh, that's actually super understandable." Like I, I'm following what you're saying so far. I'm like, "Yeah, the shit's not hard concepts." You know, I just feel like people in general, they they just almost like psych themselves out. Like, "Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not. I'm not. I can't do that." I I'm didn't like, psych myself out. Not you per se, but just in general, I'm talking well, I, like. Well, I'm talking for myself. Where I took an economics class in high school, so I think we had to. Yeah. And I just did not. I just did not get it, but we also didn't spend too much time on it. Yeah. And I think around that time, too, or a few years ago, I was just really... They weren't just, teaching you this really stuff care. either, also. I was just like, uh, investings, uh, whatever, like, I'm trying to live life. They didn't teach you that, that much on, about investments in that home... Ex- they do It's class. kind of bullcrap what they really taught us. They but, taught us budgeting, I would say, I, but, like, not like really that... Barely. that yeah, like, like, the barest, barest of... Like, how to add and subtract. <laughs> like, that was like basically really it. it. So now that I'm <laughs> older, and now I'm, like, looking at either, like, my coworkers and how I don't want to be living or being at the same job for fucking years or just doing the same exact thing every day, I'm like, okay, how am I going to get out of this where I'm not repeating the cycle that these people are doing, where they just wasted their life so i have a question a truthfully honest question to ask you this week so like what do you think because i've asked you this multiple times i like to do this over because i've known you for years i'll ask you the same question like in a year from now and see how your answer changes but like so like what do you think about all the shit that i have going on now versus like with you having this recent epiphany versus a year or two when i asked you and you were like it just seems so stressful it just seems like like why are you doing all this it's not fun like that i that's the answers that you did give me in the past did i, I don't straight recall. up you you did say like i just truly don't understand but also you were like i also don't understand how to get up in the bed in the morning yeah. so i was like that makes sense but now like what do you think of the fact that 
like I am just finishing up a book. I have promo to show you, by the way, shameless plug for the book. I am trying to like start a telehealth company. Chapter, by the way. Thank you, bro. That means a lot to me. What do you think about the fact that I am trying to, you know, take this podcast to the next level because we can get paid to podcast? You know what I mean? Also mm-hmm. investing, also this and that and this and that. But what do you think about that? I think at first I didn't understand it because I wasn't really trying to. I was also dealing with like some other stuff. Yeah, like understandable. Yeah. Or whatnot. So at first I wasn't really trying to hear it because I'm like, I'm young. I'm trying to just like live life. But I think now... As I've gotten a little older, a little more mature, now I'm actually, like, understanding, like, list, actively, like, listening to what you, Jelani, and, like, uh, Eli be talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like, this is not as complicated as it seems. It just requires maybe Work. 14% <laughs> more effort. Yeah, effort. And yeah. Uh, it's not as difficult. It probably is more time-consuming, but it just falls yeah. back into time management. So that's why it all relates to each other. So to me, it's like... A, I think back then it looked as it looked as if you had like a boring ish life or you used to say that I'm a grandpa and I because I don't oh, go I out to the club that. all the time. I still say that. You said because I wasn't out at two a.m. and because I like <laughs> to. Only, and you got eight hours of sleep. You're and, like, ill, like, you're boring. too healthy. But now even you see my sleeping <laughs> habits have changed. I'd be tired at like nine. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I think looking at back at it from then, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is boring. Like, why are you trying to do this? Like, it's just I didn't really understand. I it. thought now, it was fun because I was chasing bread. <laughs> now I think as I've gotten older, worked a little bit more. I think I had to like grow up kind of pretty quickly within the last month or two. Now I'm like, okay, I get it now, and I get why they're setting themselves up for success. Now it's like if you do the hard work now, you can chill. You can, later. Always, you can always relax. You, you can, can always, always relax. relax. But you can always you do relax. the hard work now while you have. Where you're young, too, you won't need to when you're a little older. When you don't necessarily have the energy, time, or you might yes. have kids, so you have other you have shit other going blocks. on. So when now you... I think I get it, and now I understand why. You guys do it. And now, now I'm actually blessed to know that I have friends who I can talk to about Bro, this. when you're young and you start, bro, that's the one thing. I always knew I was bright, bro. All my friends, when we were young, we were 18. I, I, we've been getting it for a minute, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And the thing is, the only that we knew if we started young and, and we gained a bunch of skills, first of all, when you're young, you have the highest potential. As you get older, your potential goes down. That's a fact until mm-hmm. you cap out somewhere. So if you're young and you go dumb hard, you have a better chance of reaching whatever that peak potential is. Also, when you're young, you're, you, your brain is more malleable, neurologically I'm speaking about now. So, like, you could learn things way faster than if you're old, you know? Yeah. Like, when you're young, you could just pick things up super quickly. So if I did want to get a whole bunch of new skills, it's good to do it now. Like, learning things like time management, like you said, learning things mm-hmm. like really, like, understanding certain concepts. Like, I did ask when I was 18, it was like, okay, if I spend the next two years of my life learning how to run a business, how to write a book, how to produce a podcast, how to invest, I should be straight when I'm 30, you know? Yeah. Like, that's how I was thinking straight up. And it is, it, that is, like, we we like to uh, say, like, setting your future self up with an alley-oop. It's like giving an alley-oop to your future self, you know? It's like that little, like, assist. So mm-hmm. in Two years from now, you might look at that and be like, oh, I really needed that. You know, like, yeah. that got me out of a sticky situation. I straight up used to pay my rent, my bills with Bitcoin, with flipping and trading Bitcoin, bro. When I was, like, 18, I had to get it. And it made it so I wasn't stressed out. And I could maybe put more energy into having fun, you know, my freshman year in college. Because <laughs> I wasn't like, dang, bro, I'm working at Smoothie King. What the fuck? How am I yeah. going to, you know? I don't know. There was even, I think, what I had to do with the whole like me having to find a place and living by myself too, where I, now it's like, I don't really have a choice but to budget. Like there is no other option. Like it's not like I can just slack off and I'm like, oh, well, you know, my bills aren't that expensive. So I don't really, I could just slack off. Now it's like, no, I have to stick to a specific budget as well. So I think once I got the budgeting part down, I'm like, wait a second. Cause I think the first light switch was when we were talking at your house and mm-hmm. we had a crunch the numbers like five different times bro to discover you, you i've i've known you for some years now since i was like 16 and very frequently i do want to punch you or physically assault you but like that day i've never been that irate and that I furious. don't know why i was just it's because i asked you simple questions about a budget and it was dead ass like pulling teeth from an elephant like pulling tusk you know it just didn't make sense bro i was like so like, how much do you, I don't know, spend on groceries? How much do you spend on groceries? Like, it was fucking, 
I was like, is this reverse psychology? I don't know what I don't know what was going on that day. I I don't know. But once <laughs> I wrote, once I got home, because you were basically like saying my net worth was in the negatives, and I'm like, this <laughs> I was like, this doesn't make. I'm so any sorry, sense. bro. So once I wrote everything down, that, I, started I apologize because that is a very rude thing. That just, was a rude. You were uh, like, yeah, your net worth is not in the negatives. You are spending way more than you make, and I'm like, I don't <laughs> think so. So once I wrote, I did the numbers? Out, I was like, no, I know. I was like, that's why I'm like, I we need to just recrunch this again because something's <laughs> so missing. That's not right. So yeah. once I wrote everything down, like, and was looking at my statements, I discovered, oh, okay, I'm not spending more than I'm making, but a lot of my money is just going, going out to, to eat, bullshit. Yeah, or just going out to things that like I just don't don't need, need to be doing. That you're just it's like impulse buying or whatever to make. It's like I was looking at my paycheck and I was like, holy shit, I make a I low key make. Decent money, I yeah, yeah. Decent, decent money. money, yeah, yeah. Where's my money going? Because I yeah. was feeling broke, and like, how was I paying my bills at a job that paid me five dollars less, and I was able to make ends meet, and now yeah. I'm getting paid a little bit more. It's because, bro, I, I told like, you. What am I doing? As a friend, I saw it immediately. As a friend, I saw it. You got a new job. One, you started working out with people who you actually liked, so you got new friends. Mm-hmm. Two, you were like, oh, I'm getting paid like five dollars more, so now I could actually go splurge, have fun, go out, and then it's like. I felt like because you're going through things, it's super easy to just kind of, like, not think about what you're spending and just spend to try to, like, fill that, whatever mm-hmm. that is. You know what I mean? Try to, like, like Even impulse. paid every two weeks, I was like, what the fuck is that? Because at my job, my old job, I got paid every week, so I wasn't used to That's crazy. having to wait two weeks. Like, all the jobs I've had pay me weekly. So, yeah, once I figured the budgeting part out, I discovered, okay, so I have a lot of extra money that I can allocate either towards, like, uh, going out. I can use some to spend money if I want to just grab food or whatever. And I have still a little bit of chunk of just to save extra money. And I still have some left over. It's, like, maybe invest. Invest, yeah. You could do it all if you're, like, good with – if you're straight – if your bills are paid, you could pay your bills. You could still, like, have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know where your money's going to. It's mad e- – it's, it's mad easy to be, like – well, maybe by the end of, like, three months, I would like to have, you know, a couple hundred dollars invested and just put a little money here and there away and start investing with side money, you know? It's I like, think of it like Digit. Digit's an app. But I like not, Digit. not sponsored, but yeah. I was discovering I can't visit, or I could, but I don't want to, but I don't really take money out of my account to save. So I downloaded Digit because they just start taking, like, $2 out of your account, like, every mm. Uh, day and then they also will take out maybe fifty bucks when I get paid. Yeah, and you, I discovered you can start saving money like very, very. And same thing add, with Acorns. I have Acorns, Acorns as well. Does that. Same roundup. Same like, thing with like if you use certain uh, investing brokerages, you could just pull money out automatically and save that. Same thing, you know. I was like, money's not really that difficult to understand. I don't know why I like waited. Well. In terms of, like, my budget or budgeting. Yeah, yeah. It it's not easy hard. to get a hold on in the beginning. And it took me maybe 15 minutes to do, just writing it all out and then just writing down, like, things that I need to pay for. Honestly, that I... you probably just didn't want to do it because you are like, uh, like, that's what adults do. Yeah, I just didn't feel like doing it. I don't probably you're like just like, a lot of stuff. You're just like, well, like, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> that's probably like that's probably like what you were I'm saying. I'm like I already worked five days. Even with the whole I was like trying to work five days a week, and you're like, you know, you don't need to. And then I was like, doing the I was numbers, like, I was, I was like, like, I know how much second. you get paid. Like, cause me, I could do these numbers in my mind. So like, I know how much you get paid <laughs> and how many days you work and your shifts, like the hours. So I'm like, and I know how I knew how much your rent was and all your other bills. I'm like, that's not like, like you like you don't need to like work seven days a week, bro. Like, you could take a day off. You're like, nah, I think I'm going to pick up three extra shifts. I haven't really been sleeping. It's like, I'm like, I'm like, oh. Um, plus school. Yeah, plus school. Plus I'm like, maybe uh, take a day off, bro. Like, or, or like budget. And you're like, I don't know. I just feel broke. I was like, uh, <laughs> um, okay. And it all bro. went to food. Once I realized, like, oh, I can start putting stuff into my skincare business and develop, start developing What's happening that. with that? We hit a little roadblock. Why? What was the roadblock? I don't really remember. Well, the whole moving thing put a whole roadblock. Oh, just in your life. Yeah, there was like a huge little roadblock. I feel that, bro. A couple other obstacles. I was like, okay, well, we'll get back to this eventually. I decided, bro, I also had hit a roadblock with some of the things that I was doing. I decided I want to rebrand Always Stay Hungry into a digital production agency and like merchandising studio to just digital production agency so like producing podcast okay 
Simple oh, okay. Enough. Just producing podcasts. Like a producer, but for... Okay, I yeah, get it. Yeah, exactly. It. We have a space for podcasts. I don't mind producing podcasts. It's fun. So it's fun. Maybe like doing that. If you want to help me, bro, we can probably make some extra bread on the side doing that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I want I wanted to do that possibly. And then also like with the book, I do want to show you promo because I'm really excited for you to see what's happening. I'm excited for you to read it. My dad finished it in one day. My mom, she got halfway through. She's a slower reader. She got halfway through in like uh, two days, three days, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I know Eli finished it in two days, I believe, and Jelani started it. But That first chapter really, I was like, wow. Because <laughs> basically from what I remember from the first chapter was like being able to pivot. Because you talk about a lot about pivoting and yeah. what I liked in the book. Chapter really one you're talking about or yeah. the introduction? Chapter one? Uh, maybe it was part of the introduction. But the from what I remember, it was basically like being prepared to... Basically staying ready and learning that, like, everything, like, the way you, you have to take control of your own life. And there's going to be, off, obviously, obstacles in your way, but yeah. you control how you deal with that obstacle. You yeah. control, you're literally in charge of your own, like, you're it's in like your, a video your game. own drive. Yeah. yeah, it's, a it's like game. a it's video like, game. It's going to be hard levels, but it's not impossible to do. To do, it. yeah, you, you just have to do it. it, yeah. And that really, it really, it's a really simple thing to say, but then when you really think about it, yeah. there are, are a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I can't do this because, like, there's stuff in my way where it's like, that's actually not true. Like, it's you actually really not are in true. charge yeah. of your own happiness, you in charge could of your do, own life. It's like, uh, uh, that was like the first epiphany that started this little domino, domino effect of the person who I am right now and today. And when you talk about your whole story with how you had to, like, basically move in the middle of the night and you had to yeah. drive with your, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I was like, okay, this is why it's a good book, and it's also like a good reflection of like how you think and why you think. Cause yeah. There are little stories in there. I can't wait to get to the roommate story. Chapter four. <laughs> <laughs> but no, bro, I appreciate that. It's Did, a really good book so far. Thank you, mate. Did you have any other things you wanted to plug? That made me feel good, though. I've been getting really good feedback, and I was super nervous. Like, super, I, super I like nervous. I like a good self-help book or like a good self-reflection book. I have like four in my bookcase that i haven't picked up yet but yeah. yours is really good thank you man that makes me feel good of course yeah did do you I have any plugs no. do i have any plugs um not necessarily yeah. i'll say we can plug in uh my instagram is tylano underscore and uh yeah follow me at kenny b hawkins on everything you know follow how find a quote okay you're gonna still do this Instead of doing a quote, how about you do a disclaimer at the end? We'll just script something and put, like, maybe don't listen to us and do your own research. Okay, you said no. Okay. Anyways, yeah, that's all my plugs. Thank you so much for listening. You guys so have a good episode. Quote I want to leave you guys off with. <laughs> I is, tried um, to shut it off. What's meant to come into your life will come. Everything will work out sooner or later, and it will work out in the most magnific- magnificent Jesus ways Christ. that you didn't even see coming. Let go of your worries. And overthinking, surrender to the infinite positive possibilities. Put your focus into abundant energies of gratitude, joy, love daily, and watch your magic unfold before your eyes. I don't know who said that, but I. <laughs>